0: Your source for community. Muskoka made talk shows are on Muskoka magazine. The Bay 887. Brought to you by Dairy Lane Dental, keeping Muskoka smiling for over 30 years. Visit DairyLaneDental.com. Good morning, Muskoka. I hope you're all having a beautiful Saturday morning. We're just coming off of a previous long week- weekend, which was absolutely stunning. So I hope today is is another great day for you and and you're enjoying this beautiful countryside that we live in. Muskoka has some beautiful things to see. Anyway, I'm Kelly, local art therapist and phototherapy specialist in downtown Huntsville. And I'm your host of Mental Art, the show that offers creative alternatives to talking it out. Because sometimes we don't want to talk about things. Sometimes we just want to find a creative avenue for working them out. And so that's what I'm here for. And as you know, this show Um, is about you and your daily concerns. And I'm just here on the other side of the mic, because we are a radio, uh, to support you with those concerns using a variety of art or photo-based activities. So, So just a little something from me to you to help you see when you're stuck, where you're stuck, help you change your focus, and perhaps help you view your world just a little bit differently. Because when we see things differently, we react differently. And oftentimes it's our reactions that are the most problematic. Yeah, so let's um, let's get right into this week's episode and topic of conversation, which is about or focused on loneliness. Now, this topic of conversation comes from one of my one of my one of our listeners um, who recently wrote in expressing some concern around the magnitude of their own feelings of loneliness. And I felt that this was well worth talking about, given that so many of us have experienced feelings of loneliness ourselves over the past couple of years. So let's just begin by identifying what loneliness means in general. And then I can move on to a more focused explanation based on on what loneliness means for this particular listener. So essentially. Loneliness is defined as a, as a feeling of sadness, as a result of, of having no friends or companions or company. And it's it's also defined as feelings associated with remoteness and isolation. And so there's lots of people that live in remote areas and, and isolated areas. So, you know, in other words, feelings that come up for us when we're feeling isolated. So not just isolated from other people, but just isolated in in ourselves and and who we are and, you know, or feeling alone. And those feelings can range from mild to extreme, depending on the nature of the loneliness and the length of the loneliness. For instance, perhaps your partner goes away on a business trip for a few days and both you and the house feel lonely without them. Now, this isn't a permanent arrangement, so the loneliness could be considered mild Maybe not necessarily in how it feels for you at the time because I don't want to take away those feelings, you know, that you're having or, or diminish their impact, but more so in its length. So what I'm talking about is not necessarily, like, like I said, how it feels for you at the time, but, but how it feels in terms of its length. So because there's a known end to this kind of loneliness or a predictable reprieve from it. But, but what if this loneliness you're experiencing is due to the loss of a partner, right? So your partner isn't just gone away for a weekend or a few days. Your partner ha- has passed. You know, that's a, that's a big loss for you. You know, a loss that has no known end or predictable reprieve. A loss like the one my listener is currently feeling and subsequently wrote in about. A loss that in all honesty may last forever, not necessarily in its intensity, but for sure in its length. I mean, how could it not? If you've ever, ever experienced the loss of a partner or a family member or, or a dear friend, then you know what I'm talking about. You know you know what my listener is experiencing and you know that that kind of loss continues to be felt. And you know, maybe as I said, not in its original intensity, time has a way of helping to heal but definitely through the absence of. So how can we manage this kind of loneliness, this kind of intense feeling that we are alone in the world, alone in our lives, or alone in ourselves? Well, that's a really good question, and not one that has an all-encompassing answer, because how could it? How could I even suggest that one person's loneliness resulting from a loss, or even in general, is equal to someone else's? I couldn't. I couldn't, because loneliness and the feelings of loneliness are as personal to us as the individual we have lost. The feelings of loneliness are as personal to us as the situation that has left us feeling lonely. We're all individuals, so we all have individual feelings. I mean, if we go back to the definitions of loneliness, they're pretty vague in their meaning and pretty vague for a reason, because loneliness is unique in how it feels to each one of us. And I didn't know this, but apparently loneliness is the most prevalent pathology of our time. Almost half of us, regardless of age, have reported feelings of loneliness or isolation at one time or another. And science has spent decades looking at the causes and effects of loneliness, and it continues to do so because there isn't a simple answer to how we can overcome it or or even why we feel it. We as human beings are complicated enough. You know, it's like saying, adding insult to injury, or that same, adding insult to injury. It's not enough that we experience loss, loneliness, or even isolation, but that we have to feel it too. And that's where we run into difficulty managing it with the feelings that come with that. We can handle being alone. We can handle losing someone. We can even handle not having any friends or family or companions, but it's the feelings that come with having lost someone with having no friends or family or companions to do things with or be with, or with being isolated, you know, that we run into trouble or difficulty managing. I mean, wouldn't it be great if there was this on-off switch located on the side of our heads that we could use to switch off some of those intense feelings we feel, especially those intense feelings we feel around loss. But in reality, we experience a number of intense feelings in addition to loss and loneliness. You know, intense feelings around love, around happiness and excitement. And I don't know about you, but those kinds of intense feelings, I wouldn't wanna switch off because those are good feeling feelings. I mean, most of us live for those kinds of intense feeling moments, those moments when the love you feel or the happiness you feel or the excitement you have for something fills you up from the inside out. So perhaps a switch isn't the best idea after all. What do you think? I'd love to hear your thoughts. Now, I can't hear them through the radio, but you could write in and let me know. But what are your thoughts? Would you like to have a switch? And, you know, in saying that, that switch would be there to switch off all intense feelings. So it's not like a a switch that just determines which ones are okay to have. It switches them off altogether. For me, no, I don't wanna lose those feelings of love and and, and excitement and happiness. Those are feelings that I, I, you know, we often, all of us, most of us live for, you know, those kinds of feelings. So I'm gonna leave you with that thought and that question before we go on to talk a bit more about the feelings that come with loneliness and what we can do to support ourselves through that loneliness. So like every Saturday morning, go grab um, a glass of water or a cup of coffee or a tea, use the powder room or, or whatever you need to do, and give some thought to switching off those intense feelings we feel so as to avoid the pain that accompanies them, so as to avoid feeling the feelings that come from loneliness or loss. Give that some thought, and I'll see you shortly. By Muskoka for Muskoka, your collection of Muskoka-based talk shows. Muskoka Magazine, The Bay, 88.7. Brought to you by Dairy Lane Dental, keeping Muskoka smiling for over 30 years. Visit DairyLaneDental.com. Welcome back to Mental for Art. I'm Kelly, your host, local registered art therapist and phototherapy specialist here in downtown Huntsville. What a beautiful town it is. Um, If this is your first time tuning into the show, well, welcome. Thanks for joining us. It's always nice to have um, new listeners and and new concerns to talk about. And also, if you are new, then feel free to catch up on any missed episodes of Mental for Art, or tune into some of the other amazing shows. There's a roster of them. And you can do that by visiting Hunter's Bay website. You know, all you have to do is just click on what's on and scroll down to Mental for Art or any of the other fabulous shows. Um, Yeah, it's easy to do. And I'd also like to thank those of you who are returning, you know, for taking the time out of your Saturday morning to give me the opportunity to talk about different everyday concerns um, with you and and try and offer some creative alternatives and approaches to how those concerns affect you and, and how you work them out. And I'd also like to say thank you to everyone who voted um, Mental for Art, uh, the best educational program. Um, I'm thrilled to hear that. I'm thrilled to hear that people are tuning in and listening and uh, finding it educational and getting something out of it. So thank you everybody. Anywho, um, let's get back to today's episode. And for those of you who are just tuning in, today we are focusing on loneliness and what that looks and feels like for each of us on an individual level. So, and as I mentioned before, um, in the first half of the show, loneliness is, is individual. We can't just lump it in and say that everybody is feeling the same intensity of loneliness or, you know, it's a, it's a, it's an individual feeling. So this topic of conversation comes to us from one of my listeners who is currently experiencing some intense feelings of loneliness as a result of the loss of her partner. And i just like to say, I'm so very sorry to hear that you experienced that loss. That's a huge loss in your life. And I get it. You know, I get get the intensity of the loneliness and I I get the need um, to reach out for some support. And kudos to you because support is what you're going to need through this. And the more support that you can get, the better. And it's just going to take time. So, you know... I applaud you for reaching out and my heart goes out too. Now, just before the break, um, we were talking about the loneliness and the intense feelings that come with that, come with that kind of a loss, you know, feelings that are unique to each one of us um, as situations occur and, and how that comes about. And I, I had thrown out the idea of how great it might be to have a button on the side of our heads that we could use to switch off those intense feelings, You know, especially the intense feelings that come with or from loneliness. And in this particular situation, loneliness as the result of the loss of a partner. So if you remember, um, before the break, I had asked you to give some thought to that idea, to what it might be like to be able to switch off intense feelings that we feel so that we can avoid pain or the pain that, that accompanies them. And, you know, however, since I can't hear your responses, I'll have to carry on with this line of thinking based on my own thoughts. Um, so here goes, I'm and, and again, this is not everyone's thoughts. This is just me, you know, putting this out there. So I'm thinking it wouldn't be the best idea to have a button on the side of our heads, whereby we could switch off those intense feelings we didn't want to feel because that button would switch off all intense feelings. And I'm sure you're wondering or asking yourself why that might be. But, you know, the reasons or, or my reasoning is quite simple, because we have those feelings um, or we, we feel those feelings for a reason. And in the case of, of the listener who wrote in, you have those feelings, those intense feelings, because you felt intensely For the partner you lost, you know, for the person you lost. And if you were to get rid of those feelings, you know, the intensity of them or the pain that's attached to them and switch them off, you would also be switching off all the memories, all the experiences and all the loving moments that feed those feelings. So essentially be cutting off the source of where those feelings originated. Does that make sense? Am I, you know, am I making sense and am I getting my point across that that I'm trying to make? By cutting off those intense feelings, you're cutting off what's attached to them, what's attached to that loneliness and that pain you're feeling. So it would be almost as though that person, you had no attachment to them. You had no feelings around them if you were to switch that off. So sure, the pain would be gone, but you would lose what you had gained all those, those years that you've been together. So I guess what I'm trying to say is that we feel things because of the experiences we have had and to wipe out those feelings would be like wiping out the experiences themselves, because the sadness that comes with loss only comes because we miss someone because we miss someone that we've had beautiful, happy, loving moments with. And if all of our experiences and moments with that person had been terrible, then we wouldn't have that sadness to begin with. We wouldn't experience the loss so intensely. Would we experience feelings at all? Yes, of course. But the the intensity of them would be different. So wiping out those intense feelings isn't the answer to surviving a loss, nor is it the solution. And those, those are just my words, my opinion and you know i'm i'm afraid there really isn't a solution to loss only a process that in time will eventually bring us to a place of acceptance and that process is a journey some might even say a, you know a hellish roller coaster of ups and downs and twists and turns that peak at denial and anger and bargaining and depression you know the stages of grief it's not a journey that would that one would intentionally take but a journey that one must take in order to come to that place I was talking about, that place of emotional acceptance. Now while they're not, there may not be a solution or a magic switch to avoiding the intense feelings that come with loss or that come with loneliness or isolation, there are creative things that you can try that might ease those feelings or at the very least support the process of getting you to that place of acceptance. So, keeping a visual jour- journal can certainly help. And not just a visual journal of the good times or the good memories you had, but a visual journal of your actual journey to acceptance. So not I'm not talking about creating a photo album of photographs that, can, that you know, an album that just contains photographs of the person you lost. I'm talking about a visual journal that you're going to create through your journey to acceptance. So a journal that will include images reflecting the ups and downs, the intense feelings around your loss, as well as the warm feelings that accompany the memories you have and the memories and the experiences that you cherish. A visual journal that shows the steps you're taking and the progress you're making, however big or however small, because when we can see what we've been through, how much we have endured, how far we've come, and how close we are to finding that emotional peace, then there's hope. And hope, my dear friends, is where acceptance resides. So if you're going through a loss or experiencing any of the intense feelings that can accompany loneliness or isolation, then I I really encourage you to give this creative and visual activity a try. Give that visual journal of the ups and downs, the ins and outs, the pain and the happiness, give it a try, especially when it comes to loss. And that, my friends, brings us to the end of this month's episode of Mental for Art. Yeah. I I really want to thank you again for joining me and for taking the time out of your Saturday morning to make my Saturday morning one to be remembered. I love these Saturday mornings. Um, and I want to once again say to the listener that wrote in, you're not alone I'm, you know, I'm, I'm certain there are people out there that would like to support you and, and be there for you and may not know how to support you, may not know how to be there for you and can just you know be a set of ears that can just sit and listen or you know, some arms that can just hold you. but you're not alone. And again, I really appreciate um, the time you took to reach out and I hope that you'll give this creative activity a try. So I look forward to meeting you all back here again next month when I will address yet another everyday concern and provide you with a creative activity or approach that will hopefully offer some support. So please keep your emails coming. I I absolutely love reading them and I thoroughly enjoy this is one of the highlights of my day or week or month is creating and you know brainstorming creative ideas that will support you with them. So please be sure to send those emails and letters to kelly at pictureyourselfwell.com using the subject line Mental for Art. And until then, this is Kelly, your host of Mental for Art, wishing you all positive growth and healing. Have a wonderful month, everyone. And remember that the best way to put a little happiness in your day is to color someone else's. So keep coloring it forward. And I'll see you soon.